Johnson & Johnson's single-dose shot has so far made up less than 5% of the COVID-19 vaccines shipped to Chicago and Illinois. But today's pause, recommended by federal regulators, is still causing disruption to the overall vaccine rollout here. Here to answer questions about what this means for Chicago is the city's public health commissioner, Dr. Allison Arwady. Dr. Arwady, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Earlier today, you said your department is not aware that any of the six cases of the rare blood clots that occurred after people got the J&J vaccine have been identified locally. Still, if someone recently got that vaccine, what should they do? So I want to emphasize that this is incredibly rare. This pause was done for six individuals uh, across the whole U.S. among almost 7 million people who got the vaccine. We've had a little bit less than 50,000 people who have gotten the vaccine here in Chicago. We would not expect, given those statistics, that someone would, would get a severe outcome. But what we want folks to do is that if they got the J&J vaccine for about three weeks afterwards, in case they were to develop severe headache, abdominal pain, leg pain or shortness of breath, we would want them to seek medical care. Honestly, just like we would want them to seek medical care if they had a serious outcome otherwise and tell folks that they got the vaccine. And what if a person is scheduled to get the single dose shot in the coming days? Should they just assume it's canceled? Uh, in the in the very short few days here, yes. Uh, certainly here in the city, um, we've been reaching out to people who have doses scheduled. So at Chicago State University, for example, which is our largest mass vac site that's been using J&J, we already were moving every one of those appointments to Pfizer. So nobody needs to make a change. They can come, you know, starting tomorrow exactly when they would have had their appointment. But for a lot of the other settings or if people were scheduled for J&J at pharmacies or doctor's offices, those are on hold and I would expect them to be on hold really probably at least for the next few days. We'll want to get this uh, investigation done. Uh, the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices at the CDC is meeting tomorrow for an emergency meeting. Uh, my expectation is we'll know some more after that and, and then more in the days to come. But I want to remind people that this has not been linked uh, at all to the Moderna vaccine or to the Pfizer vaccine. And so we really want people to keep their appointments for Moderna and Pfizer or if they can't get a J&J one right now because obviously they're on pause uh, to look for a Moderna or Pfizer vaccine because we still have to get folks vaccinated, particularly with cases on the rise. And Dr. Arwady, do you worry that this is going to cause more people to be hesitant to get vaccinated at all? So... Certainly, I, I know that people will be concerned when they hear this news. I would, I would expect that. Uh, I want to reiterate that vaccine safety, first and foremost, is always our top priority at the Chicago Department of Public Health, at the state, at the federal level. And for me, in some ways, this is reassuring because it tells me that our monitoring system is working well. Uh, this is an incredibly rare event, but if it is linked to the vaccine, that's something that we've detected through the monitoring system um, and will address it. For the Moderna and the Pfizer, you know, we've now done more than 180 million vaccinations with those two vaccines across the country. Um, I, w I, I was on a call this morning and they were saying they've seen zero cases um, of this kind of blood clot uh, linked to either of those vaccines. And so this is, for me, really in some ways a reassurance that vaccine safety always comes first along with transparency and that we will continue to share every bit of information just as soon as we receive it. But remember, we're seeing a lot of people still get really sick, hospitalized, even die from COVID. And the risk of that remains much higher overall at a population level, um, particularly if we're talking about older people uh, with underlying conditions.
I've been speaking with Dr. Allison Arwady, Chicago's Commissioner of Public Health. Great as always to talk to you, Dr. Arwady. Thank you so much.